Welcome back to Ruin Adults, everyone. Um, before we start today's episode, which is going to be about Harry Potter, I first just wanted to address the global situation that is um, occurring right now. Um, I hope everyone who's listening to this right now is safe, whether you're in self-isolation or you're still going about your daily lives. I hope everyone is staying safe and sound. Um, yeah, like that. I just wanted to make sure we address the situation and that we weren't ignoring it. But um, we're still going to be doing podcasts for, like, for entertainment, so this probably will be the only time we address the situation. Um, because, yeah, this podcast is for fun um and entertainment purposes but yeah i hope everyone is staying safe out there um hope you're all good <laughs> but moving on um i just wanted to say thank you as well because we've had over a hundred listens Woo! we're very very um grateful to everyone for the amount of lessons we've had um this podcast again like i was just saying is like f- for fun um me and shakira do this for fun um so we didn't think we would probably get this many lessons. And we're so happy we have. So thank you all we so much. We are incredibly happy. We're, yeah, we're very happy. So thank you guys. Um, we really appreciate it. But yeah, on to the episode. Today we're going to be talking about Harry Potter. Yay! <laughs> I am aware that my yay comes out sarcastic. No, no, this is a happy yay. I know, but my my yay just comes out sarcastic. And I just <laughs> thought I'd address that, okay? When Shakira is yaying, she genuinely is yaying. It's not sarcastic. It's like a personality defect. Like, most of the time when I'm, like, really happy, it comes out with sarcasm. And people are like, do you mean that? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's I just how I am. That. <clears throat> but yeah, we're well, we're both excited to talk about Harry Potter. Um we're both very big Harry Potter fans. Shani um, more so than me. Yeah, I am more so than Shakira, but we both still love it. Um I'm in Hufflepuff. For those of you who haven't guessed, I think I've mentioned it like several times. Oh yeah, already. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you have. I mean I'm very mine's proud. A, the house that I belong to is a pretty like adamant Within five seconds of listening to me, you know which house I'm in. Yeah, we all know what house Shakira is in. I'm not even gonna highlight it. (laughs) I am a proud Hufflepuff, though. And I take pride in Slytherin. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. I just wanted to tell everyone my house. You just wanted to give Hufflepuff some recognition in life because, you know... They're a bit like. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Watch what you're saying to me. I was gonna quote Alfie Solomon from Piggy Blinders, and then I was like, actually, no. Yeah, no. If you're gonna insult us puffs, I will kill you. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I promise. I wasn't gonna insult them. Why do I get the feeling you're lying? <laughs> Listen. It's no, I wasn't gonna insult them. I was just gonna say that they were like quite a no. I'm not gonna say it. Just, just don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> just don't say it. <laughs> I can't get offended on behalf of every single Hufflepuff. It's just gonna be too long. Um, 
<laughs> so I thought we could start off our discussion on Harry Potter by talking about our favourite books in the series. Yes. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. I I have two, and mm-hmm. like, um, one of them is also my favourite film, but my two favourite books of the series are Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire. Um, Prisoner of Azkaban is the most dramatic book, I think, in the series, in the sense that they're, like, they're so teeny and melodramatic about everything, and I live for it so very much. And Goblet of Fire is kind of the same. Um, yeah, I just really like both of them. They kind of... Like, I feel like that's where, like, the main story kind of begins with, with those, like, two books, especially yeah. Goblet of Fire. Um, though, you know, we, we we try and block out the ending of Goblet of Fire as best we can. Listen, let's not beat around the bush just because a Hufflepuff dies. No! Listen, when it hit Deathly Hallows, I'm pretty sure a billion Hufflepuffs died anyway. Stop! You know, just... We need to move on from Diggory. No, no. Yeah, we do. It's it's part of the past now. Let's let's evolve. Let's move forwards with life. I'm gonna (laughs) move forward with my life. (laughs) Usually, start shouting, "My boy, that's my boy, that's my son." You have to admit, though, that scene in Goblet of Fire in the film is awful. Like, no. the band music is still going when they, like, um, when the porky takes them back, and then the, like, oh, it's just the juxtaposition of Harry, like, screaming on the floor, and then the band still playing, and I, I can't. It's so, like, ugh. The angst of it all. Look, I didn't care about that scene, because the next scene was, like, especially in the film, the next scene in the film was my favourite. You mean with 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 Mad Eye Moody turning into Body Crouch Jr. Yeah. yeah. And basically David Tennant. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like that's the only reason I watched the film. It's not just cause it's not like the fact that it was Harry Potter. It was just To be fair, David Tennant, David Tennant played such a good Body Crouch Jr. Like, I, again, I don't mean they could have cast anyone else for the role. He's just so, ugh, I don't know. He plays it so well. <laughs> Why does he keep doing this? Uh, he's a multifaceted actor. I know, and I love him. As we've established. <laughs> I love him, just... In case you guys weren't aware by now. <laughs> Shawnee has a brief obsession with David Tennant. He's just a great actor. And I really... Respect and admire him. (laughs) (laughs) I respect and admire him. (laughs) I don't... It sounds like the next thing you're going to say is like, and I know where he lives. (laughs) No. And I know what time he pops to the shops. It's fine. (laughs) No, I'm not that crazy. I know I'm crazy, but... We haven't reached that brand of crazy yet. Operative word being yet. Yet. (laughs) um so what is your like favorite book would you say i don't have one really i mean you haven't read all of them to be fair don't attack shakira for this (laughs) look i have i have a list of books that i have to read and at no point have i put harry potter on it oh rude listen no because the books that i'm reading now are about real things 
So you mean non-fiction? Yes. Yes. I do. I have a long list of non-fiction books and classic literature just to finish. I'm, I literally keep turning away to look at my bookshelf to see what I, <laughs> what I need to read. <laughs> I know that I've got um, Ghost Set or Watchmen that I still need to finish. Oh, I've heard that's meant to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. I really like To Kill a Mockingbird. It's one of my favourite books. I haven't um, read it. Even though it's a classic, I still haven't read it. Oh, you're missing out. I know. You need to read it, my dude. I know. I you know. know. <laughs> um, yeah. And at the moment, I'm reading about the Krays. Yes. Um, For those of you who don't know who the Cray twins are, go educate yourself. <sighs> Shakira has a very big obsession with the Cray twins. Idolised them, even though they were like the most violent organised gangsters in England. I don't think any of you who are, who are listening are surprised by this by now. They're my favourites. <laughs> They're my favourites. Okay, so like, what books have you read then out of the series? Uh, I probably read up to like Half Blood Prince. Okay, well that's pretty good. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not completely stupid. No, I know you're not. But I thought you'd read <laughs> up to like Prisoner of Azkaban and been like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. That's the entire series that he's deleted. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I have. I've read Half Blood Prince. So and like, that's what stopped. Okay, interesting. Why, like, why don't you have a favorite out of them? Like, like just not your kind of like. Because I know you love you prefer the films. I'm guessing to the books. Um, I kind of like, I like them equally. Okay, that's valid. I can tell. It was like. I don't like hypes, and a big hype was Harry Potter. It's always been a big hype. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and when I um, when I become aware of this hype, I stop watching it mm-hmm. and reading it because I'm like, I'm not going to be part of that hype. I don't want to be uh, part of it. But Game of Thrones, young lady. <laughs> I started like five years after the series originally came out. But it was you still watched it when the hype was on. Yes, okay. Game of Thrones <laughs> is more interesting though. Game of Thrones had more death. Yeah, it had more yeah. violence. It had a like a better plot. That's okay, yeah. For you that's fair. I can get that. Okay. Okay then, so if you don't have a favourite book, what would be your favourite film if you have a favourite film? <laughs> um <laughs> Dude, come on. <laughs> Burn your bone. <laughs> okay, I do like Half Blood Prince. Okay. That's quite a good one, actually. I do like that. We went and saw that in the cinema together. Yes, we did. Yeah, because we kept yes, getting we up to go to the toilet, and it kept annoying my mum, I think. <laughs> right, listen. Whatever you do in a cinema is you don't drink the, fr- the drink before the film. I think you had a massive Fanta or something. Yeah. Yeah. I probably did. Yeah. No, I remember that film very vividly, because we kept getting up. But it's still a very good film. It was a great film. I remember I think the both of us like kept laughing um when Harry has to um force Dumbledore to drink um Oh yeah the <laughs> The weird liquid. The elic oh what is it called? Oh, I feel like such a bad fan now that I can't remember. I bet I can Google it before you remember. You're probably going to, because I've just, like, lost my train of thought now. Oh, it's, like... I know what it... it it's to get the Locket of Sovereign. Um, which, like, yeah. 
but I can't remember why. But yeah, he's forcing drink gum. of despair. The drink of despair. The Esmeralda potion. Ah. No, yeah. not Esmeralda. Emerald. Emerald potion. I can't read. That's fine. Emerald potion. <laughs> Yeah, no, when he's forcing um, Dumbledore to drink the Emerald Potion, I think you and I were just sat there, like, cackling. Because, <laughs> like, it's awful, but I think us being, what, like, 12 or 13? Actually, I think we were younger than that. Maybe we were 10. I don't know, when did the film come out, originally? Like, uh, when was it, like, 2000 2006 or 7? Well, were you in year 6 or year 7? I feel like we were probably in year 6. I don't know why, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting these, like, 2009, yeah, we were in year six. Ah, oh, no, right. end of year five, beginning of year six, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, no, we found that really funny, when it wasn't really that funny. I mean, it was kind of funny, it still is kind of funny, because he's like a grown elderly man. I know, but it's the- And he's being, t- <laughs> he's being force-fed by a child. I know, but it's essentially torture and it's sad, but I it's still funny. laugh and I hate that. <laughs> I hate like, that. Harry, no, don't. He's like, Harry's like, yeah, take it. Well, he says to Harry, like, you have to force me to finish all of this no matter what I say. And Harry's like, um. Do you know what I like? I vividly remember like having this big flashback of a conversation I had with my mum one time. I was. What, I think we were, it was like November time, you know when ITV do them big old marathon of Harry Potter? Yes, it's, it's my on every Sunday. time of year. And you know it's the lead up to Christmas. When yeah, you know it's Christmas when they start playing Harry Potter on the telly. And I was like, I turned around to my mum and went, Mum, Harry Potter has a bigger criminal convictions record than most people I know. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, he suddenly killed a man in his first year at like the age of 10. Well, t- no, you can't justify it. He killed that guy. He, <laughs> he did, killed Quirrell. He did kill Quirrell, but Quirrell was trying to kill him in his defence. Yeah, hey, self-defence is like, what, one hit is self-defence? After that, it becomes manslaughter. Right. Well, who else So, unless he... he had Vada Kedavra in one hit, he is manslaughter. Oh, man, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> He's also pretty much a thief, breaking and entering... Um, then he also did the wizarding, like, crimes where he used magic outside hey, of Hogwarts. Hey, 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 I don't hey. care if he was protecting anyone from a Dementor. Oh. It, it was a crime. It was a crime. That is the... You just... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're from the Ministry. <laughs> I am. Oh. <laughs> I'm here to mess up everything. <laughs> can't see me, but I'm shaking my head right now. Cornelius Fudge who? Oh, Dolores don't. Umbridge who? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. But, like, it, realistically, Harry Potter should be in jail. Or pr- he should be in Azkaban. I don't care if he's the chosen one, because technically speaking, I think Neville was technically the chosen one. Well, there's a whole... there's The whole argument isn't there that Neville yeah. is really the chosen one, and... Um, there's a big likelihood he could have been, and then he isn't, and yeah. I reckon he is on the solid fact that he is less problematic than Harry Potter. 
But to be fair to Harry, though, like, he didn't ask for any of this. Like, things are just kind of thrust upon him and he's expected okay. to deal with it. So it's his parents' fault because his mum died protecting him from I, death. I'm not kidding you right now. I'm actually writing an essay, an 8,000-word yeah. essay on this subject. <laughs> We're talking about right now. Literally. So everyone, let the record show that it's state that Lily Potter ruined Harry Potter's no, life. No, no. Because she wouldn't let him die. No, 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 yeah. no. She died, she died saving him, but yeah. in her dying to pro- like, and protecting him, basically... Um, she thrusted him into a life that he didn't she, choose. She basically makes him, and like obviously it's not intentional because she's literally dying to protect her child. She makes him into like a martyr, basically. Um, Look, if if my child was a chosen one and some evil person tried to kill it, I'd be like, go ahead, because clearly this child's going to be screwed anyway. I love anyway. how you refer to your child as an it. <laughs> That's just so much love and consideration. Look, compassion isn't my forte. I don't know how to do it. Oi, I refuse to do you, it. You, it. Oh, you, here. it. Come here. Come here. Go, go take this money and put it somewhere. Let's face it. I'm not cut out for motherly life. I don't. I don't know if I could trust you as a child. No, but I'd be like a really good sort of aunt. Yeah. No, I reckon you'll be a good aunt. I made the biggest scraping sound because you, I have a metal pole. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Like, you know in school when you did metal tech? Yeah. I think I robbed a bit of metal from metal tech and it, I've kept it? it. This doesn't surprise me at all. It's kind of sharp, so... I was going to say something and then I thought you were going to go, Shakira, you can't say that! Sorry, I have to get this voice of reason somewhere in my head. It comes in and the form of your it. voice or my <laughs> mum's voice. Oh, it's like either my mum's disapproving voice or like your disapproving voice. Well, that just says so much about our friendship. <laughs> I can't help that I've had to pin the voice of reason for you for the last what, like, God 15, 14 yeah. years. Fourteen, I think. Jeez, yeah. Yeah. that long. We're old. <laughs> Neither of us have killed the other. It's been that long. I mean, we almost did it in secondary school, but... Yes. Somewhere in some repressed memories, there, there are those arguments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Repressed. Somewhere. Squashed. <laughs> um, okay, right. So, your favourite film... It's Half a Prince. Half a Prince. Mine is Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm sorry. But I like the bit, and I'm pretty sure it's the Half-Blood Prince, where um, it's either Half-Blood Prince or Lord of Phoenix, but Snape is teaching Harry how to block the Dark Lord from his mind. I think that's Order of the Phoenix, actually. Oh, well. Order of Phoenix is my favourite, then. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, when Albus Dumbledore dies. I think no, that's hilarious. that's Prince. I know that's Hopper Prince. <laughs> I have mixed feelings on Dumbledore and this is something I'm actually discussing again in my essay I have some very mixed opinions on him I think Dumbledore is the true villain Well, he does nothing to help he literally is like the chaotic energy 
in Hogwarts. He's like, ah, oh, Harry, the Dark Lord's coming after you. I'm going to stand here with the biggest powerful like wand yeah. and do nothing whilst you go fight the Mentors and you go fight the Dark Lord and you, you put your life at risk and Ron's and Hermione's. But I'm going to stand over here and drink some, like, what, fire whiskey and Let me have some like... lemon sherbets and watch yeah, gonna... chaos around me. Phoenix is going to do more work in any of the films and books than I will do to help you. You mean Forks. Oh, it, well, it's a phoenix, isn't it? He is a phoenix, but his name so, is Forks. Yeah. Forks I'm going to call it phoenix. phoenix because I reckon Dumbledore doesn't actually know the name. Hey, no. Look, Forks. Dumbledore doesn't care about people, so why would he care about an animal? Leave Forks alone. Yeah, fine, whatever. Forks, Forks. Protection Squad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forks Protection Squad, get the t-shirts ready. 2020. <laughs> I genuinely would. <laughs> I genuinely um, would. What was I gonna say? Yeah, no, Dumbledore. I uh, like. We're gonna talk about the Snape situation um in a minute, but um, I the quote which this is actually like again, this is very good timing because I'm literally talking about this in my essay right now. The mm-hmm. quote that I have to reference in my essay is the one in um Deathly Hallows where um. Snape says, you basically raised Harry for a pig to slaughter. Yeah. Like, you raised him just to, for him to be killed. Um, and that is kind of the only thing I agree on with Snape. Um, Dumbledore did raise Harry, knowing that, like, he would have to die in order for Dumbledore to be... Not Dumbledore, oh my god. Oh my god, I can't believe I just said stopped. that. Yeah, in order I for Voldemort to be I can't believe you said that either. I don't I'm know what happened. My brain fake was just fan. <laughs> My brain was like, that's not the right word. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> yeah. Give me those moments no. where your brain goes, hey, that's not correct, but yeah. say it anyway. <laughs> that's literally what just happened. Love that. Um, yeah, no. Um, Dumbledore knew that Harry was going to have to die in order for Voldemort to be mm-hmm. killed. And, like, he just... He raises him, like, for it anyway. It doesn't tell him until it's, like, way too late... And it's just like Dumbledore, like seriously, got like my dude. <laughs> Do you reckon Dumbledore and Voldemort had like secret emails, like, "Hey Dumbledore, uh, just coming to your to your school to try and get a kid. Hope you're not busy." XOXO Voldemort. <laughs> XOXO <laughs> Gossip Girl. <laughs> and Voldemort just replies. No, and Dumbledore just replies, "Yo, Voldy, you you know what? It's kind of boring down here. We need some like." life and death situation maybe stick the troll in the bathroom to be fair all right we like i don't genuinely understand how mm-hmm. that school was still open <laughs> the amount of people like cedric diggory dies and the school's think... like let's just carry on like <laughs> the nothing minister of magic died on the school grounds <laughs> <laughs> it, like it died and the, the ministry were like oh well you know 10 out of 10, outstanding, would come again. Offstage like, report. <laughs> Ginny is literally tortured in the school. And none of the teachers... There's a they, basilisk They send Gilderoy Lockhart, knowing full well he is so useless. <laughs> and they're like, you know what, yeah, you know what, Gilderoy, you can go save Ginny. No. No, no, no. McGonagall or Dumbledore should have gone to save Ginny, but did they? No. No. It's, yeah, I'm pretty sure Dumbledore ran, like, a secret wizarding trafficking, like, 
thing to America and he got money to pay off the officials. He had like a drug drug ring. George oh and Fred God. were like, his, his actual like <laughs> George and Fred were their illegal business where they sell things. How do you think they afforded that shop? I love George and Fred, I'm sorry. They were like... totally they were the artful dodgers of the situation. I... Dumbledore was Fagan. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Conspiracy Oh my god. You need to write this. Genuinely, please write this. Dumbledore sat in his office with like all the kids that he has running this network and he's like, consider yourself at that home. Is, No, but that is literally what Dumbledore's army is, basically. Oh my and god. the Order of the Phoenixes. It's just Oliver Twist. J.K. Rowling ripped off Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> and, and um... The, the the person who adopts Oliver in the thing, the judge or whatever, or the lawyer or the businessman, is serious black. Yeah. So would that make Bill Voldemort? Yes. Bill Sykes would and be Voldemort. And who is that Nancy? <gasps> Peter Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew? <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's Voldemort's right-hand man. I mean, Literally, yeah. he chops off his right hand for him. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, this is an actual conspiracy. Theory. <laughs> the dog is is the basilisk. The dog is Nagini. Oh my god, the dog is Nagini. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this actually I works. I love this. <laughs> I love this. You heard it all here first, folks. Harry Potter is actually a modern retelling of um, Oliver Twist. Yes. There you go. Conspiracy theory. Oh, do you know um, Tom Hardy played um, Bill Sykes in the 2007 Oliver Twist? Yeah, I did. I watched it with my mum. I completely forgot that. And, and my mum like, and I were completely traumatised when he murders Nancy because it's, it was really violent, I remember, and I remember crying. He makes a really good Bill Sykes. I was just randomly scrolling through, like, Tumblr, I think it was, and it came up to, like, Oliver Twist, and I was like, I didn't know Tom Hardy was it, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, I did know. I did know. got that now. Yeah, no, I, I really like that show, actually. Um, it, was really, it was really good. Better than the stupid musical that my dad watches religiously. Uh, my dad, who's, hey, like, this big, tough no. London... No. My dad's big, tough Luton guy, who, like, did security a lot when he was younger, Watches Oliver Twist, the musical, and refuses to watch anything else. <laughs> no. Okay. I love that musical because the woman who plays Nancy is called Shani, and she's the only famous <laughs> Shani I know. So I take that with a... Pinch of salt? No, I, I hold it <laughs> as, like, a big pride, okay? I mean, look, I've seen it, like more times than I've seen the day after tomorrow and that that thing was everywhere at school. Like every geography, every science lesson it was like, Oh we're gonna watch film, what film is it gonna be? Day after tomorrow. Oh great. I've seen it about fifteen thousand times. Everyone was like the day after tomorrow. I know. I and I'd watched it before it even appeared in secondary school. Classic like, geography lesson, banter. Here's some global warming. That's that's really like <laughs> it was really bizarre. <laughs> It was, it was like a giant over exaggeration of global warming. Wow. Listen, we'll global see. warming's not going to kill us at the moment. Uh, uh, uh. 
Was that a shot your mouth, Shakira? <laughs> Was that a shot your mouth, Shakira? I think we have bigger problems right now than global warming. Let's just let's just leave it there. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. So, do we want to discuss our favorite HP characters first, or do we want to just move on straight to the well, Snape argument? Well, you said I can't argument? discuss my favorite character. I have to pick okay, a different right. one. So your favorite character is Snape. Yeah. So, I'll pick a different one. Okay. Lupin. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, Lupin's a great character. Lupin is, like, the best character. Because he's sort of the, the one of the first proper characters that I liked that had some sort of deformity. Mm-hmm. And was, like, victimised for his deformity. Mm-hmm. Even though it was Snape that victimised him. Yeah. <laughs> but I bypassed that feeling, because I'm like, Snape was there to be the a-hole with the secret intent. But, like... <sighs> <laughs> Alright, I think like, we're gonna have to discuss, aren't we? We will get we'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> but Lupin was like one of the best characters. Like he was just really funny. Here, have some chocolate. You've just been attacked by a Dementor. Have some chocolate. Here is a bugger. Oh, no, no. The most um, my brain is running at twenty thousand minutes per second, and what? I can't think of my single thought and finish it. <laughs> what? <laughs> but when you know the big old boggart scene in the in the film, yeah, um, in Prisoner of Azkaban, yeah, yeah, um, and like Harry sees Dementor and Lupin's like that's just fear, but like Lupin steps in front and it becomes the, the moon. moon. Yeah, I'm like man, dude. The the sad thing is like Lupin Remus basically fears himself. Like, yeah. His biggest fear is literally himself, yeah. which is yeah. so sad. Yeah, that was probably like the most moving fraction, fractional movement, mm, tiny movement <laughs> of emotion <laughs> inside me. <laughs> it is like, I, yeah, I know, I agree. I really like Remus. Um, I wish he was more in the books and the films. Um, yeah after Prisoner of Azkaban because he doesn't really appear again until um, Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And even then, he's not there that much. He's got a real minor role in, in like, Deathly Hallows. Yeah, I mean, him and Tonks basically just they show just up to the battle die. and then they die. They showed up to die. <laughs> yeah, well, something I think is interesting is that, like, this the, the whole series begins with James and Lily dying and the series ends with two parents dying again, Remus and Tonks, and Teddy, their son, is left parentless. He's been... Oh, who do you reckon, like, adopted him? Um, his grandmother did, but I think Harry helped raise him as well. Because his, Harry his, knew what it was like to be orphaned. His grandmother, what, on Tonks' side, or...? I think on Tonks' side. Yeah. Should have just given him to Newt. I don't think Newt was around at this point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Newt was still around. Like, he's alive, but I don't know where... Like, he's not mentioned at all. <laughs> so, no, I don't but know they could have been, like, his nod to, like, Newt's commander, because, technically speaking, he's one of the best wizards who never gets a mention. Yeah, it's strange. We can discuss Fantastic Beasts in a whole other episode if you want, because, like, yes. I feel like... Oh, yeah. I have... Big thoughts on Fantastic Beasts. I yeah, I have lots of theories. I have lots <coughs> of questions. Um, 
But yeah, no, we can discuss that in another episode because I feel like that's just going to be us screaming again. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, alright. Should we discuss the Snape issue? Yes. Okay. Right. So, if you've been listening to this podcast, you are aware that I am not the biggest Snape fan here. Shani pretty much despises Snape. I adore Snape's character. We have very good, different good, opinions. Good of character, his character development. Oh, is it though? <laughs> yeah, because he was like, he, like from from the start, he was made to be like this a hole, and as it progresses, he's not just this a hole. He is an a hole who has been double crossing both sides. Realistically speaking, I... he double crossed the evil guys. I, I understand that, and I respect him for that. What I do not respect is the fact that he treats Harry and Neville and all the other kids, like, awfully, basically. Like, I understand he has to be a double agent and all this, but that doesn't but like, justify him being a bully. I mean, his whole intent is that... Like, if, if I was Snape and Voldemort was in one ear with all his deaf ears and they're like the super bads yes and then i was also double crossing and going hey dumbledore they're planning this yeah um and like obviously voldemort can get into people's brains yes at what at what point does voldemort go snape you're not doing a great job because you're not bullying this kid who is like the anti like in in voldemort's eyes he's the antichrist Harry Potter is the Antichrist. Yeah. He he is, like, there to be killed. But mm-hmm. if Snape's like, hey, Harry, have a chocolate bar, we're best buds, Voldemort's not going to be like, hey, Snape, you got something to tell me? <laughs> like, he's going to be like, why is Snape being nice to this kid that we're supposed to despise? And, like, if he's bad to one kid and nice to every other kid, that kid then becomes victimised. So if he's just an a-hole to every kid, there's no victimisation because it's just how he is. Yeah. But like, and, like, he's also protecting his identity from Voldemort, who can very clearly kill him if he's nice to everyone that he but hates. The, the thing is, Voldemort <laughs> doesn't even properly come back until the fourth book. And no, yeah. but he, has, he still has death eaters around that are, like, watching yeah, tape. But, like, I don't see why he feels the need to be nasty to all the children when Voldemort isn't even there yet. Like, I mean, it, when when you first appear, Voldemort's in the back of Quirrell. Does Snape know that, though? No! But Snape probably has, like, an inkling. Like, he's like, the Dark Lord shares the same room as me. There's no point that they go, we're not going to tell Snape about this development that Voldemort's in the back of this guy's head. See, I don't know. I don't know if he knew I reckon he knew. I reckon he knew, and I reckon Dumbledore knew, and that was why Dumbledore did it. <laughs> I reckon he sent an email, a wizard email, and he was like, Hey, Dumbledore, gonna be in the back of this guy's head, uh, want the philosopher's stone, putting a troll in the dungeon, gonna scare the cu- the guy that I'm, like, who's my host, um, don't do anything rash, see you for dinner at 11. XOXO Voldy. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> Here we go. This is what you all came here for, folks. This is where I mute the thing and continue watching <laughs> different things. Wow. I swear I'm to joking. God. 
Right. Here, here's my issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Snape claims he loves Lily more than anything in this world, that he would do anything for her. What are you eating? Blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> Is that beef jerky? No, it's blackjack. It's a sweet. Oh. It's the licorice sweet. Ew. Mm-mm-mm. No, ew. Licorice is a no-no. Apart from if it's strawberry. But anyway. What? No, you can't say licorice <laughs> is a no-no and go, apart from if it's strawberry. Strawberry licorice is nice, but that's not the issue right now. Oh, man. Sorry, I had to pour them out so I didn't keep crinkling <laughs> the packaging. Okay, right, no. I'm sorry I'm hungry and my blood sugar's down. <laughs> Carry on with your licorice. I'm going to start ranting. <laughs> right. So, Snape says he's in love with Lily. Right. I don't believe that for one second. Because. I mean. That, no. <laughs> I'm not being funny. You do not walk in to your dead, uh, not even lover, your dead be- ex-best friend's house, step over her husband's dead body, walk upstairs to her son's room, cradle said woman's body and ignore screaming child and then depart the house without screaming child just abandon her screaming child while her his dead parents are lying there how is that okay i'd do it yes but you're you (laughs) (laughs) no It's not okay. He doesn't love Lily. He's just infatuated with her and obsessed with her because he can't have her. And that's the tea. (laughs) And that's the tea. (laughs) And that's what grinds my gears. (laughs) It does, though. It does grind my gears, though. Like, it genuinely does. I mean, I'd leave a screaming kid who's not able to form a sentence. But again, you are you. And I expect that of you. <laughs> Everyone expects it of me. I just don't understand how Snape can stand there at the end in Deathly Hallows when he's like basically oh. on the verge of dying. Oh, um, look, Snape's a problematic character. Yes. But he's not all bad. I I just don't I don't like how he's kind of glorified. I think by by um jk rowling mm-hmm. like you know the how the whole like always phase is used mm-hmm. as like a big quote in the fandom it's really funny because like most people with that tattoo hate snape and they're like oh but i've got this tattoo it's like that's a snape that's, quote. that's what i mean i don't understand like i just don't see why it's such a big quote in the fandom when like a lot of people don't like him um mm-hmm. i yeah like i just don't think I can get on board the Snape liking train. I mean, I'm on it because you know he was he was like one of the only teachers that really thought that knew about the the two double crossing. It's like um, Dumbledore and Snape were the only two that knew about the, the double cross. Yeah. And, like, Snape knew what Dumbledore was doing with Harry, and Snape was the only one that tried to defend Harry. I just, I don't, like, 
I don't think his actions over the books and the films, like, I know, like, in the third book, um, Prisoner of Asperger and the film, he genuinely tries to protect Harry and Hermione and Ron from um, Remus when he turns into a werewolf. Like, yeah. I respect him for that. Cool. And he protects the, um, in, in the film at least, as I haven't read the book, in Deathly Hallows Part 1 or Part 2, he protects all the kids from the two Death Eaters that he has working in Hogwarts. Because he takes their wands when they're knocked out. I'm sorry, now I just can't help but think of the quote where, like, um, Snape is standing, like, behind, um, the, the great, in the Great Hall, he's standing behind the podium, like, where Dumbledore mm-hmm. used to give speeches, and Harry's like, how oh, dare you dare stand you in the place, stood. And but now, then, like, he has that yeah. duel with McGonagall, and then knocks out the two, uh, in deflection, knocks out the two Death Eaters, and steals their wand before apparating out. Yeah, I, I just, man, I don't know, like... I mean, that's got to be a good thing. And then, it, it, like, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that he's sort of helped the kids not get tortured by the Death Eaters when they're in punishment. I just, like, I I, I get where you're coming from. And yeah. I do uh, agree with the fact that he does do things to try and protect people. But I just yeah. don't think his, like, bad behaviour over the years completely justifies his double crossing actions if that makes sense like i don't yeah. i don't think um um who's a comparison i can make to him oh i can't think i just i don't i just don't like how he's glorified basically by people like i mm-hmm. i i understand like his actions but i just think his behavior if he had behaved just a bit nicer like i don't think i would dislike him as much as i do but because but he was also bullied yeah so he but, was sort of nurtured into the way that he became in the future just, like all kids be- are bullied yeah but just because you're bullied doesn't mean you should bully other people i mean he bullied his bully's kid yeah, that's awful. <laughs> I don't know whether it is because it is. Like, <laughs> you got bullied by this kid's dad who like properly bullied you. No one stopped him. I don't justify James bullying Snape because James was a horrible person to Snape. Like he yeah. was. I don't justify that behavior. Snape was also kind of awful back though. To Lily. A tiny little bit. He like... calls Lily a mudblood when they've been best friends for what like five years i'd call my best friend hey you well if we were in the wizarding (laughs) world we would not be friends anymore then no because i'd be the a-hole slytherin (laughs) who's most likely to end up as a death eater probably or a hermit i'll be a hermit a hermit or in like the ministry of magic (laughs) I'd be the head of the Ministry of Magic and gives the go ahead. I'm like, yeah, that's school. Underground child theft, uh, Fagan esque thing. Yeah, it's fine. I just can't. Like, I just don't. Yeah, you know my feelings on him. I don't think yeah. I'm ever gonna get past it. <laughs> I know your feelings and Heather's feelings. Heather with her stupid essay. God. What essay? She has a whole essay of how bad Severus oh, yeah. Snape is. And she sent it to me one time and I literally pretended to read it and went, yeah. 
I was out with that I didn't read it. Oh man, you're a bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> look, listen. Look. If you're gonna put hate on my favourite character, I'm less likely to read it than I am to agree. Yeah, no, I... Well, I won't be sending you my essay then. What's your essay about again? It's like Dumbledore, isn't it? No, it's about sacrifice and slaughter in Listen, I'd read that. I'd read that. I won't read, like, hate against uh, Severus Snape. Unless, like, the majority of it is, like... I'd hate Cerber- on him. Yeah, well, I, look, I can't, uh, like, deny the fact that part of, part of my mind blanked every time. Wow. <laughs> I'm joking. Obviously, I'm joking. See, sarcasm. Shake my head at you. You shake your head at me. I am. Everyone shakes their head at me. It's hilarious. Okay, right. Let's move on from Snape, because I feel like I'm probably going to stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to start crying, I'm just going to start laughing. Yeah. Um, as a last kind of discussion mm-hmm. for this episode, I thought we could maybe talk about um, how we feel towards J.K. Rowling and her incessant need to add things into the canon that really she should just leave alone. Mm-hmm. Didn't she? She added something recently, didn't she? And everyone was really unhappy about it. Oh, she keeps adding stuff. God knows. Oh, what was it? Like, I know everyone was so mad about it. There's Dumbledore being gay. There's, um... Obviously, that's the biggest one. Mm -hmm. There's the only one Jewish child at the entirety of Hogwarts. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah, she literally said, there's one Jewish child who goes to Hogwarts. Like, as it, like... Okay, JK, love that. Um... Dude, all inclusivity. She, uh, what was it she said about Nagini? Um, uh, pass. I know she she's being very um transphobic, and I think she's basically implied that like trans people don't go to Hogwarts, um, which is like a massive issue. I think a lot of people are having with her currently. Where does where does she think they go? I don't know. <laughs> I bet she thinks they go to like Azkaban. She she's just like, how, how do you feel about her like constantly kind of adding in these weird like? I don't like her. You don't like her. Yeah, just full of so, solid full stop. Do not like the lady. Okay. I think I think the the fame and the success has got to her like head. Mm-hmm. And now she's doing her best to try and stay relevant, even though. She doesn't need to be relevant because her books are still really good. Uh-huh. And, yeah. like, people still really like the franchise. She doesn't need to start commenting on things that no one wants to hear her opinion about. Yeah, I... Who is she? A member of parliament? No! I mean, I think it's the whole death of the author thing, isn't it? Like, once you've kind of released your work into the public sphere, yeah. like, people can interpret that work in whatever way they choose to. Like she's like she's really restricting the way that people are gonna. That's what I mean. Work. She's like saying, "Oh, um, you know, Dumbledore is is gay, even though there is no previous evidence apart from now, obviously with Fantastic Beasts, she's trying to yeah. put evidence in that he is in fact gay, despite the fact that in that film, literally the only thing Dumbledore says in Crimes of Grindelwald to like suggest he is gay is, oh, we were more than brothers.' Like, 
I'm sorry. I mean, sorry. that can mean so many different things. It doesn't necessarily mean that they they were romantic. Unless unless she has them literally kissing or holding hands or something explicit, it isn't proper representation. She can't sit there and say... She's a Disney, isn't she? Maybe, yeah. Show a two-second <laughs> like, kiss in the background. No, it's not even going to be a two-second kiss. It's just going to be like this little flashback of two people holding hands, and you're not quite sure if they're feminine hands, like or like whether it's a male or female hand, or whether it's two males. And she's gonna be like, it's two males, when like realistically it's just two females. Or like to, uh, to a male and a female. She's like, oh, that was, that was it. That was our representation. I think, like, the thing is, she's she's realised that, like, her series isn't very inclusive. Which, like, yeah. the... <laughs> I mean, probably at the time, though, that sort of thing wasn't... She wrote big. it from, like, you know, the late 90s into the early 2000s. Um, and, you know, the thing is, people are interpreting her texts the way they want to interpret them. Yeah. So, like, people are saying, oh, you know, um, Harry could be black or Indian or Hermione could be black or yeah. Dean and um, Seamus are, like, together. Um, that kind of thing. Like, there's just lots of headcanons about different characters. And I think, like, that's fine because, because people are interpreting them the way they want to. But her basically coming in and being like, this is wrong and this is wrong. And do you know I have this character here? And oh mm-hmm. wait, but um, there's one Jewish kid in this whole entire school. It's just like you don't need to keep saying this because you're just making people angry. And pe- like, people can be like, they can read a book and like a description of a character doesn't necessarily mean this is a white kid or this is a black kid. Yeah, I know. Or like this is Indian. This is. I think this it, is Jewish. I think it's literally how you interpret that yeah. person in your head because everyone interprets and sees characters differently in their head. Unless you, like, straight out go, this British, white, Catholic child. Yeah, unless you explicitly say, like, every single detail about the the character. Yeah. Like, I think you're open to interpret them however you want to. Yeah. Um, and that's what, like, a load of other books do. She doesn't get that, though, I don't think. I think she... she uh, it's her series, and I understand that, but, like, I think so many people now have literally, like, divorced her name from yeah. the series because everyone loves the series so much, but they don't like how she's behaving. Um, <laughs> Harry Potter, who wrote that? That's some weird lady on a train. No one really knows her name or her face. <laughs> just Illuminati. They wrote it. The problem is now the that... Pope we- wrote the book. <laughs> <laughs> It's like people start like etching out her name from like the cover of the book and mm-hmm. like sharping over it. It's like who wrote the book? Count Dracula. Who wrote the book? The Peaky Blinders. Who wrote the book? <laughs> Rick Grimes from Walking Dead. <laughs> it just just add your own author. But yeah, like she, I I don't know. I just don't. I don't agree with her at all. And like the more she says stuff, the more angry I get with her. It's like just J.K. Just. You've had your time in the sun. Yeah. Please be quiet now. Like, we're all I tired. That, I get that we live in like a, a society where we've got the freedom of speech so we can say our opinions and voice them if we want to. Yes. But there should also, like, I'm not going to censor it, what like, people are saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to censor people's beliefs, but there's a time and a place. That time and that place 
is very small. Yeah. Like, it, it, I think she's just trying to be relevant, and that's yeah, just, that bugs is. me. It's like, you can still be, like, the super successful lady who'd written the books for, for like, Harry Potter and a well-known household name, but you don't have to, like, constantly be in the forefront of everything. Just no, relax. I know. Calm down. I, I just, I think, yeah, I, I literally agree with you. I think she is just trying to stay relevant. Um, at the end of the day, it is her work. Like, she has yeah. written the series, but I just don't think her adding you know, comment after comment after comment saying, this character is XYZ, oh no, this character is XYZ now. Um, yeah. It's just pointing out the fact that she doesn't have a lot of reputation, re- not reputation. Representation. Representation in her books to start with. So she's kind of making it worse for herself. And like, um, no one, no one, like, has said to her, apparently gone, well, there's no representation in your books. Like you can you can put the representation into her books, so like you can interpret it into the way, the way you're reading it. Yeah, it doesn't have she doesn't have to like constantly go. Here is our first member of the LGBT community walking through the halls of of Hogwarts. What I don't understand is why Dumbledore, like why him? She's wanted a main character, isn't she? She's wanted a character. No one's gonna question it. But I reckon like. Everyone questioned it, though, because it was like, where has this come from? Like, Dumbledore, of all the characters you've chosen to... To be your representation. Yeah. yeah. And you've chosen Dumbledore, the character that dies in Half-Blood Prince. And, you know, dies alone. Yeah. I, I just don't... Like, I, it does not compute in my mind. Um, no. I The thing is, like, and I think Rick... Royalden is like a prime example of like good representation in his he's books. He's the guy that did Percy Jackson. Right? Yeah, but he, following on from Percy Jackson, he's now done the Trials of Apollo and um, the Magnus Chase series, which both of them include very um, main LGBT characters. Yeah. Um, and people of color, characters who are very different ethnicities. Um, and he learned from like his first series took on board feedback and was like, okay, well, I'm not representing enough people. Let mm-hmm. me do that in my uh, my next series. And he did. And he, like, put his money where his mouth is and he actually gave people what they wanted. And I think JK just saying, okay, I've got these characters and they are this X, Y, Z, it isn't the same thing as actually having those characters in her books. Mm-hmm. Like, she's all taught if that makes sense, but she doesn't actually... I don't think she actually cares. No. No. She doesn't care. She's loaded. She doesn't need to care. She's rich. I don't know. She's she's sorted. Um, But yeah, no, that's my hot take on her. <laughs> <laughs> my take will always be, I don't like her. But I don't like a lot of people, so... I mean, yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's true. I don't like a lot of people, so me saying I don't like someone is is ten a penny. Yeah. No. But yeah, no. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss for today? What'd you say? Is there anything else you wanted to discuss? No, I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, I just briefly got up and put my headphones down to look at something. Cool. Right, okay. Let's finish this episode off then. Yes, with um, the ding of destiny.
Oh god. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> I gave you for warning the ding of destiny. The ding of destiny. Okay. <laughs> that <laughs> calls our time. Um yeah, uh thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Like come and tell us your opinions on Harry Potter. Like do you agree with our opinions? Do you think we're completely wrong? Um mm-hmm. You can, like, message us or DM us on yes. Twitter, on our Instagram, Instagram on our Tumblr. Tumblr. Um, you'll find us. Our handlers are on adults, um, pretty much. On, all on of everything. Them. Um, yeah. I think our next episode is going to be us discussing our... We're doing, we're doing a we're new gonna thing. Start, yeah, um, we're going to start a nice little series. Um, every so often, we'll do character verses. Yes. So we're looking forward to that. But yeah, I hope everyone is staying safe and sound. Um... And that everyone's not too bored. But yeah, we will see you guys next time. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye.